What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages? It is live. It is Alan Berg with you again, and my main man, Big Dave, as we're going to break down week 14 of the NFL. And uh, let me check in first with my broadcast partner. How are you doing tonight, Big Dave? I'm good, A.B. Uh, Christmas season has begun, holiday season. I don't even know what to call it anymore, but had to meet the wife and kids at the mall and... You know, they ask you if you want to go. It's a trick question for the married guys because <laughs> you know the answer, but you got to say the right thing. So, yeah, let's go. So I'm happy to be here with you to talk some football. Nice. Well, it's a, it's a lot better card than it's been the last couple of weeks, so I think we should have a very interesting seven this week. Um, yep. Anything in particular stand out before we jump right in? No, I think you're right. The good games – are good and um you know there's playoff implication games that are that are worthy of discussion and then there's some games that you know we call the fire because if we could we would just throw them in the logs and and burn them and probably (laughs) not talk about them but i like the seven that we got lined up right on right on well let me kick things off here we're going to give you guys the number one game that uh most people are either talking about or betting on or a combination of that. Uh, also games me and Big Dave wanted to talk about. So uh, our number one this week is number 111-112 in the rotation. And we got the Seattle Seahawks off the win against the Philadelphia Eagles going on the road and a long playing flight to Jacksonville to pay, take on my boys and the Jags D. What do you think, man? I don't know. I'm so scared of this game. <laughs> I really am. I mean, you know, I, I you're supposed to play Jacksonville in this one. You really are. And this is the Jags D test. But when I really boil it down, I, I, I look at everything and I go, I'm going to take Blake Bortles over Russell Wilson. And that's the one where I can hear as we've talked about it so many times all season. You're going to be holding that ticket, you know, come down in the fourth quarter, down 10. And your man Bortles with the ball going, why did I do this? I don't know. Do you, I mean, give me something here, please. Well, I think you kind of said it at the beginning of this. Was This is, you know, the Jags D's big moment. You know, where they're, they're in a spotlight game here. This is a massive game for them. It's a game that if they can hit Russell early, uh, you know, show that, D, that offensive line who's boss, I feel like they can control this game. They can run the ball on the Seahawks. And, uh, you know, that, that's a long plane flight, and they're coming off with a huge win up there in Seattle. So I, I kind of feel like this is a real good spot where if the Jags can come out and punch them in the mouth right away in the first quarter, I, 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 think, they, I think they win this game for sure. Do you, do you expect them to be able to run the ball first? Yeah, I do. I actually do. I, I think that um, a lot of the time it's just those really elite rush Ds uh, have given them problems, but I, I don't think the Seahawks are in that class per se. I think they can be on a given week, but I think that uh, this won't be a week where they're going to be as good. You know, just, just my gut feeling. So, Right. All right. Well, 
I mean, I'm going to take a pass on the game because everything in my power, everything that we've seen and, and we sit on the side of the counter for as long as we have says, this is the spot you take Jacksonville. I just can't do it. I can't do it. I just, I, I want to watch the game and I want to see, and I hope you're right that Jacksonville's the side, but <laughs> wouldn't surprise me to see Russell Wilson, you know, pull some plays out. And my fear in this one is that Seattle gets up 10 13 points then what that scares me right right yeah i mean you have every right to to feel that way um the only thing i will point to is that um when the jacks have been able to move the ball blake has actually been really good in the red zone um it's just you know as we all know he throws those one or two passes where you're just like wow what was he doing what was he even thinking what did he see like you just have no clue of what he was doing so i i definitely get the reluctance there um, but I, I think there's just, for me, there's just too many factors I like about this game. The long travel, coming off a huge win, going to be on every ticket in the book probably for the for the uh, public to take points, take the money line as they love to take in these short mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, going against a big-time D at home. Uh, yeah, I just I just feel like they're going to win this game by three or more. For me, it's a, it's, it's a bet. I like the Jacks for sure. All right. Very good. Cool. So well, we will jump into game number two here, uh, number one twenty-seven, one twenty-eight. The Philadelphia Eagles, as we just mentioned, at the L.A. Rams. What is your first impression of this one, Big Dave? My first impression before what looks like the entire county of Los Angeles is on fire was that the Rams. This is a. This is their spotlight game right they they had it two weeks ago when they played the saints they answered that bell and now they get the eagles at home and i really thought yeah i like the rams the number's short but this whole thing these guys are such creatures of habit dude like their practice schedule got messed up the eagles decided to stay out west i love when a visiting team especially uh cross-country trip stays in the same time zone and practices there they're down in Orange County, not affected by anything. They're in a hotel anyway. They're practicing, um, you know, where they're at. So I've kind of turned this on this one in the last three days, and I kind of like the Eagles a little bit here. Yeah, I, I can't really disagree, but I kind of lean to what you said about the last game. Um, I, I look at it as just one of these games I'm not real crazy about trying to get uh, ahead on anybody here. I think both teams are very capable of winning this game. Uh, we've obviously seen good football from both of these teams, and that's not usually the kind of games I want to bet are the ones that the public wants to love to watch. You know, those right. are games I'm not necessarily jumping out at because I feel like it's one of those ball bounces a certain way for the team and a big play. Boom, there's your there's your spread cover. That's that's what decided the game, and you can't and you just can't cap that kind of stuff. So. I try to stay away from these type of games, but if you twist my arm, I'd have to go with the Eagles. Okay. what um, I really like the total in this one. I really like the under, and I just think it's going to be very similar to the Rams-Seahawks game that was played in L.A., where it's a lot of ball control and it's a lot of defense being played. I'm a big fan of the under in this one. You got any way the game's going to play out just off the top of your head um it's it's a bold call just because of the 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 way these offenses have played 
Um, I, I tend to think that the numbers are around where it probably should be. Um, maybe it maybe a tick low. So maybe they, you know, kind of have your gut feeling there on that one. Um, but yeah, it really just I don't like any part of the game to be honest. Right. It's, it's one I'll enjoy watching at the book, but not having any action and just sweating out the money for the company. So I'm sure we'll right. need the Rams. Yep. Yep. Um, we're going to jump to game number three, staying in the NFC and another playoff implication, uh, positioning matchup, one fifteen, one sixteen. Minnesota Vikings at the Carolina Panthers. And, Al, give me a reason to get in front of this freight train called the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I've been one of their biggest cheerleaders, so um, tough for me to tell you to get off the board, get on, get off board. But, um, you know, I, the only thing I, I would think is, uh, as I was talking to my buddy Mo, who's uh, doing real well in a contest that he's uh, playing in currently, um, he, he kind of likes Carolina this week and gave me a real good point that this is their third road game in a row. And they've had to play some good teams. So, I mean, I could definitely see them laying an egg here. Um, With that being said, uh, you know, I've said before, I I always try to say, like, try not to be smarter than the book, you know. And and chances are, if they're still making this team a favorite, they're probably favorited for a reason. So, again, kind of similar to me with this Eagles-Rams game. Two good teams. uh, Both can play D. Uh, unlike, you know, Eagles Rams is more of an offensive kind of matchup. But, uh, again, I, I, if I went anywhere, I'd probably lean Carolina, but not crazy about betting on it. Another, another, another game to enjoy watching. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, and we've talked about it now for a couple of weeks as these games get closer to the end of the season, it gets harder and harder to find spots and yes. find, you know, really strong opinion plays. Um, the only one for me, you know, it is Minnesota's third game of a three-game trip, and in years past, that's an auto play against. You just play against the team that's on the road, especially when they win the first two, which the Vikings have done. In fact, they've covered seven games in a row and have an NFL best nine and three record against the spread. So, right. yeah, you don't want to. You don't have to. You you only you know you get one point if you're in a contest if you pick this game right and you only get what you bet if you get this game right you don't get double you don't get triple it's not worth you know bonus points so <laughs> it, it's still just you know picking a game and i think carolina they're facing maybe not making the playoffs now al with atlanta getting by the, the saints on thursday night carolina's playing for their playoff lives and they catch this team on a third gamer I would lean Carolina too, but in no my way am I in a hurry to play it. Yeah, definitely not a game. I'm, I'm, you know, waving a flag and telling everybody to run over and hurry up and get it, get this in before it moves. It's, it's a well-made line in my opinion. Uh, right. I, I think it will attract good action on both sides. So it, yeah, uh, there's better games out there. Yep. Speaking of better games, number four of our seven. Oh, here it's we go. Ravens Ravens week, baby. It's <laughs> Ravens week. Ravens at Pittsburgh, number 131-132. And I'll tell you what, I mean, for I think 12 years straight, the line in this game has been three. Whoever's at home is three. Occasionally the road team's favored by three. 
you don't even need to watch the games, know who's playing, who's not. As long as Roethlisberger and Flacco are in, it's three. Well, we're looking at five, four and a half, five in this game, and it was as high as six in the beginning of the week. Um, I'm a little biased, but I like the Ravens, I think. And kind of with everything going on in Pittsburgh, the Shazier thing is so, like, just – I don't know how it's not on everybody's mind. That was very impactful, I mean, for me. As I'm getting older and I see a young guy like that who's made it, he has his career and so many things in front of him, and it's gone. Like, it's – and I don't know how they're going to react. So I, I think it's going to be such a close game that taking the points here has value. Yeah, at, at first glance, I, I felt like, you know, that the Ravens were getting too many points just because their D has played very well this year. Um, the Steelers have been, like, one of the hardest teams to figure out, man. I mean, they if they play like they do in fourth quarters this year for the entire game, I mean, the other team wouldn't have been in the game. So they're a very, uh, very tough team to try to figure out where their number should be. Um, you know, you know – you know, come Sunday night, I mean, most tickets are going to be on the Steelers because they're the big offense and they're the team that's 10-2. And, and uh, But, you know, our, our uh, resident Sharps, I'm sure, will have a piece of the Ravens that they probably already have six or five and a half. As, mm-hmm. as you said, the, the numbers already come down. Um, you know, it's kind of another twist my arm game because, uh, uh, you know, as you mentioned just a little bit ago, the, the lines have tightened up. The lines are getting really strong. And uh, the ones that aren't as maybe as strong, they disappear quick. And I think that's kind of what we saw here. I think a lot of that value might have been gone. Um, but if if I had to choose one, I would definitely lean with the team uh, that has that, that has a lot more to play for in this spot, which would be Baltimore, getting points at a division rival and having played very good D this year. So, yeah, I'd, I'd go Baltimore. I would caution, too, don't be fooled by Baltimore putting up 44 points last week against Detroit. Oh, Their yeah. offense is, is is not good. And, no, it's you not. know, they're playing Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know, Shazier's, Shazier's not going to be in the lineup, obviously, but it's it's a game in Pittsburgh. I would, I, again, I'm leaning under here, but expect one of those just nasty AFC North games and mm. – a field goal will decide it. Now, when you say nasty AFC North, you're not saying like the ineptitude of the Browns, right? You're just talking more about Ravens and Steelers, I'm assuming. The Browns are in the AFC North <laughs> by default. <laughs> Although their defense, you're right. I mean, I mean they their defense is is okay at times and nasty yeah. occasionally, but yeah. you know, they just can't do it. I don't know, more than once or twice a season. So, yeah, no, not not talking about the Browns here. No. <laughs> Just had to throw that in there, throw it in there. Having that, having that free space two times a year every year for those teams up there. It's unreal. Yep. Well, that's a perfect transition, A.B. You got, oh, you got to the next yeah. game right Look there, number this. five, right? Number five that, on the list. Green Bay at Cleveland. Green Bay minus three in places. You can still catch a three and a half if you'd like on the Browns. And I don't know, Al, what do you think? 90% of the tickets are on Green Bay? Well, I'm going to tell you this. I had this, I squeezed this game just barely into my list. And it was the number one most ticketed game at Caesars. 
out of Damn. every game that has the most tickets on it currently. So that leads me to believe that there are a bunch of Packer tickets out there. <laughs> and I got to tell you, I think Cleveland gets their first win of the year this week against the Packers. Wow. Yes. Uh, they they showed me a lot last week. They played a team that was on a roll, and they hung with them, man. Uh, they Still offensively, they're just, you know, they have trouble. But I tell you what, Josh Gordon looked pretty good in his first game back. They were able to move the ball a little bit better than they had in the past, and they were playing one of the better Ds in the league uh, with that pass rush that the Chargers have. I mean, that's no joke. And combine that with the fact the Browns now are at home against a team that I still think it has a lot of smoke and mirrors in them with this Brett Hundley kid at quarterback and also uh, Mike McCarthy, who has to be just praising Devontae Adams stepping up <laughs> with Aaron Rodgers out. Because I tell you what, that kid has has definitely picked up his game uh, when they needed it most. So, uh, but yeah, I think, I think Cleveland's D uh, and, you know, just, I think that, that they're looking at this game as a spot where they think they can win a game. So for me with the public loving the Packers only laying three, oh, only three. Are you kidding me? Oh, this is easy. The Browns get out of here. Love the Browns this week. <laughs> uh, that's a big call calling for the outright win. And I hope you're not going to the well too many times here. Cause you definitely <laughs> called it last week with the Browns. You said they're going to be competitive and, you know, outside shot of being live on the money line. This one, I clearly heard it. You are live on the airwaves right now, giving out the Browns on the money line to get there their is. first W. Yeah, that's strong. I can't disagree. I can't disagree. Um, and now I'll have a, a, another reason to watch this game because I did, had no <laughs> desire to watch it at all. And, uh, I don't even know the total's 40. It's such a generic line. And, man, it is. it looks like the free space of the week this week. And right. uh, the free spaces, they don't always come in. So go Browns. I hope they win the game. That would be awesome. I just see this, this, this cut to Aaron Rodgers' face on the sidelines as he watched the <laughs> field goal go through the uprights and the Browns are going nuts on the field going, are you kidding me? We would have had a shot uh, at the playoffs and we lost right. to the Browns. Oh, it's automatic it's automatic shutdown for him then right there's no reason for him to come back if they lose this game who knows man i it, some of the, the, the things the packers do just just boggle my mind I, I, honestly I, it, some of the things that they've chosen to do with their roster and their team and all this it, you know just well they just blew up the front office right now they just you know they they fired a guy and had another guy the next the same day, I think, right? They fired the GM and had another guy in the office at the press oh, conference the, the same day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No one does it like the Browns. You're right, man. But hey, uh, but hey, for the nine fans they got left, I got your back this week, guys. <laughs> Go Browns. <laughs> uh, it's fantastic. Well, that's good. I'm glad I know why now that game made the list. I was like, man. Al's got editorial power here. This list, and he's, <laughs> Packers Browns. Is he serious right now? But as I said, that, it's a very scientific system. Okay, so, uh, so respect the list, respect the seven. <laughs> I just take it when I get the text and say, "All right, we're gonna come up with something." Oh, uh, that's great. Oh, All right, yeah. well, let's jump ahead to number six on the list. Um, in competition with the Browns for the number one draft pick, we've got the New York Giants hosting the Dallas Cowboys, 129-130. And the Cowboys, three and a half, 
You can still grab some fours on the Giants. Does this one? This one feels too easy to me. How it's Giants? It's got to be right. Whew. Man, I, well, here was my question. So I'm kind of glad that you said, "Isn't this? Isn't this an easy one? Isn't this the Giants?" Um, my question to you is: Do they care at this point? I think they're so happy that McAdoo's gone. And I think that there's, you know, this is one of those that, you know, the Bills rallied for Tyrod last week. They're still in playoff contention, yes. But isn't this the ultimate FU to the, to the guys that, you know, the GM that was there, the coach that was there? We're going to go win this game now. So now you're not going to get a draft pick that you want or you think you're going to rebuild. <laughs> and you took Eli out for no reason and you put Geno in. Three or four guys on a team want a Geno in. The rest of the guys probably are like, yeah, let's go. So I don't know. Like that's the that's the theme of the week for me as far as this game. Like football numbers, everything else. The way Dallas looked, you know, last time out, Morris looked like Zeke. They ran the ball well. Are they going to go on the road and do that in the Meadowlands? I don't know. But it just seems like more than a field goal is really expensive here for me. Yeah, I I I would call this the ten foot pole game. Like I want this as far away from me as possible when it comes to my money. (laughs) So you know, yeah, I have no interest in this game. I I can definitely see what you're saying, where Eli gets his job back and the team, you know, it's like, well, you know, we're not going anywhere, but we hate Dallas, so let's let's whoop them in our house, and you know, hopefully we can hurt their playoffs and all these things. But man, I I don't know, I. I have a hard time believing, though, that they even have anything left. And, I, I mean, you know, are they going to play for the guy now that's in charge? Is it is it a mess from the top all the way down? I mean, does the guy that takes over for him, Spagnuolo? I mean, as far as I know, he's not real well-respected among players in the league. So it might still be a hot mess there. And the Cowboys really need to win. So, yeah, I'm out. get me off this game. Fair enough. Yeah, it's not – I mean – it's number six on our list, but it's the yeah. So that's that's why we we have to talk about stuff, but not in a hurry to bet this one for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, number seven on the list. You got this one on the list too, against my will. Here, Oakland at Kansas City, number one thirteen, one fourteen. Man, I, I can't make heads or tails of this one. KC's minus four. You can still get some four and a halfs on Oakland. I I really believed that Kansas City was going to come win that game last week, and their defense is so bad. Um, just couldn't get any any stops on third down. I, I've never seen a team make 13 conversions on third down on a 20 chances. Um, but the Raiders' offense, yeah, the, the, the defense is even more eh. – I don't know. Like I, I, it's all I could say when I got this game on my thing. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, please help me here, rescue me. I need, a, I need a, a life vest, please. This has got, this has got seventeen seventeen tie written all over it, isn't it? <laughs> oh, like yeah. nobody wants to win. Yeah. The Chargers getting to right. first by default, practically. Yeah, um, no, and this is for the division, right? Yeah, They're both yeah. six and six. It's a yeah. division, you know, take the lead in December game. And I twist my arm. I'm laying the points for with Kansas City, who hasn't covered wow. but more than one game in two months. Like, yeah, 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 I don't know. Yeah. 
I, I, I'll, I'll tell you this. If I was picking a side in this game, I got to take the Raiders because I feel like if the Chiefs find a way to win with all the just absolute garbage they've been putting out, I, I feel like they win with a three. You know, I just don't see how they're getting more than three right now the way they're playing. The Raiders are no bargain, but, I mean, yeah, uh, it's just a weird, weird line. Um but <laughs> I don't know. Like, less made my list because I just wanted to hear what you had to say about it because I, I look at that game and I'm like, man, you got to be crazy about this game. Right. And the way and the way the last one went, that was that in just insane Thursday night game where the Raiders got three cracks at the end zone after flag, after flag, <laughs> after flag to get in. And, it, it, you know, they won the game. The game went over. Um, now the totals forty eight and a half. The only thing I can say that I've learned from all the years doing this is that a lot of times the way the first division matchup went, it goes the opposite the second way. So mm. that's where I would lean Kansas City, and I really I like the under, but I like a lot of unders come December. I, I'm I'm a more of an under player just because yeah. when you're on the when you're on the book side, you always need the under. You know, when you're when you're working for the company and you and you you want to take games, you, you usually need the under. So I favor the under more than the over, usually. But right. this one, just the state of the teams dictates that the game's going to fall. I, I I made the number forty five, forty six. So I saw forty eight and a half and said, oh, I, I kind of like the under. Yeah, I I actually had it forty nine and a half. Um, Ooh. So I I'm a little surprised. Uh, I, I, cause I look at it like, I don't know if these two teams can stop anybody right now. Yeah. I mean, that to me is kind of the, the red flag here. I mean, that being said, I mean, I've been watching, uh, some clips, uh, recently from the Derek Carr, uh, game against the giants and God, he threw some horrendous passes oh, I mean, balls should have been intercepted. Right. and you know, I've been watching a bunch of stuff on him lately and boy, he looks like he just flat out regressed or we didn't realize he wasn't as good as he looked. Um, but there's been some really bad balls he's thrown in the last couple of games. Maybe so, damaged uh, goods, right? Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that, you know, he loses some confidence, but then I haven't done a whole lot of video analyzation of him until recently with uh, that guy that I told you about that I yeah been following. And, and man, that you watch these clips of certain things that they do and just how not on target he is, even the ones that are caught and things like that. I saw one uh, like three weeks ago. He hit his receiver in the head from like <laughs> 14 yards out because he threw it so hard, but it was before the break in the in the route. So, yeah, I don't know if it's just confidence or just, you know, he just really isn't good. I don't know. But either right. way, um, you know, I one of my sayings was always, if you have no idea who to take in the game, take the points. Right. No, so. that's it, it makes sense. Yeah. All right, buddy, that's our that's our top seven. So we're going to go to what we have dubbed the fire. And uh, this is our rapid fire kind of look through the rest of the games. And um, not necessarily an opinion on every one, but we want to make a point or two, and we'll go forward from there. Yeah, uh, sounds good to me. We got a couple games without lines. The first one on the list, we're just going to go from the top of the rotation down. So starting with 105-106, Detroit-Tampa. Do you think, one, that there will be a line on this game by Sunday? <laughs> and two, do you think anybody will care? 
Oh, man. You know somebody out there has to get it on their morning parlay so that they don't right. have to worry about tying a 1 o'clock in case, you know, they got to wait oh. for their cash. So, um, yeah, I mean, at some point they got to get some kind of status on Stafford. I mean, you know, it's a big difference whether or not that guy's playing. So, um, who's the backup there? Oh man. Um, Stumper. It's, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I I don't know. No, I think it's, uh, the kid from Oklahoma state. Uh, okay. Damn. I think it's like Mason, Mason Rudolph maybe or something like that. Yeah. All right. All he right, may be gonna... leading Santa's, you know, reindeer, Rudolph. I have no idea. <laughs> I, it, it To me, it doesn't matter. There is no way in hell, I don't care if Stafford's playing or not, if I see a line on this game and Detroit is favored or it's pick em, uh, I would take Tampa. Uh, and I don't care because I know if Winston isn't playing, Fitzy's playing. So I'm good with it either way. Detroit, man, they stink. They're six and six. They're still on the list of possible run the table, go ten and six, and be in the playoff discussion. No way. Detroit's out. So that would be my take on it. It's Jake Ruddock from Michigan. Jake Ruddock. I guess. Okay. I don't even know if that's how you say the guy's name. So he, uh, yeah, he actually. Uh, I don't know. I, maybe that's not even right. Or, this is Ruddock. <laughs> Who knows? They if you know it, if you is. know it, tweet us, please. Yeah, tweet us please. and cast considerations, please, and help us out because we don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. I know that they're not on the parlay card. This game's not on the parlay card, and I haven't been asked one time at the counter where's Detroit and Tampa Bay. So oh, man. when how when no one asks you where it's at, the line on the Lions and the Bucks. Do you realize how big this game is? <laughs> right. That's what we heard all yeah. week. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, man. I'm glad we haven't heard it yet. I. <laughs> Oh, let's go. Here we go. Bears, Bengals. Next game on the list. Somehow the Bengals are laying six and a half to your Bears, man. The Bengals, there was a lot of things came out today in the injury report. Half the team made, made uh, what do they call this? Business decisions. That's what they call them. <laughs> when all of a sudden, you know, when you're going to run up and make a tackle and you decide to really just kind of slide or push the guy out of bounds, you don't want to make contact. You don't want to well, risk Sanders. injury. Yeah, they call yeah. it making business decisions. Well. Sure. Half the team today is under concussion protocol. They got ankle injury, something. I saw six or eight guys for Cincy are out, and they're still laying six and a half. I think you got to take the points here, but again, I don't, not in a hurry for it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how you bet either side, honestly, with the way they've been playing. So, yeah, moving along. <laughs> Two bad teams. In honor of Griff, I'll call it a D-Griff game. Bet the over and don't even go. watch it. There yeah, that's it. Uh, here's another one. Indy at Buffalo. No line, no chance of a line. Um, I wouldn't even know what to make it. Like, if Tyrod's playing, what do you make Buffalo? I don't know, four, six and a half? No, I, I have no – Six, but – Yeah, somewhere, yeah. In, somewhere in between there. Well, Peterman plays, what do you make the line? Uh, minus two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you can't trust the guy that that looks so bad in his in his only NFL action. And and I just actually read a thing that said um, it would be shocking if Peterman didn't play. Is what I just read on Roto World. Since I was there, I figured, ah, let me take a look and see what they got breaking right now. So that was a recent comment. Wow. Uh, so, you know, I think you have to look to the Colts if, if that kid plays. I mean, you know, it's like kind of one of those things where until they prove you wrong, you know. Right. Take the points there. 
I would take the opposite approach at it. You're never as bad as your bad game. You're never as good as your best game. And I would think that they know in Buffalo he has to be getting reps. I would hope. Yeah. Because, you know, they know Tyrod can go or not. So I would think if I see a really, if I see short less than three, and even with Peterman, I think I would take Buffalo there. Interesting. But. Yeah, I would just just I like those uh, contrarian the plays. Colts yep. D is terrible too. Terrible. Oh yeah, they're bad. <laughs> right? Colts at home is the only chance you could sniff them. I, I don't like them at all on the road, especially a dome team outside. Buffalo's cold. Yeah, forget it. All right, San Francisco and Houston, Jimmy G era. They're catching three. There's a t- couple two and a half you can lay with uh, with with Houston if you really want to partake in this game. I got nothing here. You got anything? Uh, not a whole lot. If I if I took this game, I'd I'd back the Niners just because I thought Garoppolo looked pretty good last week in his first start uh, with Shanahan. So, you know, maybe he's picking up the offense a little faster than a former Matt Ryan once picked up the offense. So, uh, you know, my boy Bill O'Brien's on the other side. I could definitely see the Niners actually uh, winning in their second game with him under center. So, that'd be right there. Okay. All right. Here's a good one. Uh, at least a good game. Washington at the Chargers. I fully expected this one to make your list. Um, we had talked about this on the Tuesday show, looking ahead at the points, and I distinctly remember you kind of being surprised at the number. It thought it was a little high. Are you still thinking that line of thought? Yes, I still think it's high. Uh, they did make my list, but they were lower on the on the card for me, and uh there it, no one seems to be betting it and uh and you also did not select it as one of yours so um i i definitely would take a shot on the redskins it's plus six that and there's still that line is out there so okay yeah this is a weird game it, it's like it's in that 405 time slot and it's the redskins which i don't know if anybody's really paying attention to anything they're doing <laughs> um really no it's just it's a weird it's a weird game it's not even being discussed it's not it's on it's not even on parlay cards so right i don't know yeah you know, it's just real quick the the one thing i will say too you remember how i, I talked a couple of weeks back or maybe even last week i don't know things blend together but um this is one of those lines too i feel like where if you're you know if it's 11 and they're down 11 and they're driving at the end of the game boom there's your backdoor cover and the redskins have been competitive with pretty much everyone they've played so that's why I feel like this is a good spot for them to stay in the game. Uh, you know, and I think they're very capable of winning as well. So if you're giving me almost a full touchdown, I take the take Washington. I really can't wait to see how the Chargers play this game because yeah. they they are in the driver's seat now and they gotta win games. This is one they need to have, they should have. If they blow this one, man, and we talk about it next week and go, geez, that's just the Chargers. I'll be so disappointed because I want to see them win the game. <laughs> I really do. Uh, here's a good one here. Jets at Denver. And I went back to the archives and pulled out the lines from the summer for this one just to see what it was. Currently, we got the Jets favored on the road. For those of you that may have misheard me, the Jets are favored on the road minus one. The look-ahead line for the summer, when we were taking bets on this, was Denver minus nine. I don't believe it. I'm taking Denver here 100%. 
Uh, I want no part of this game. So enjoy <laughs> that bet and enjoy watching that massacre. Oh, I ain't watching one play. Forget about that. We're not watching anything. We're just going to see Trying where we're at at halftime. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I'm oh, taking yeah. Denver. They get a win. They've lost eight in a row. And they lose to the Jets. We've got to start talking about maybe Elway getting the, the door along with the coach. Ooh. So, wow. yeah, we'll, we'll see where that one goes. Uh, another team that nobody really likes talking about, but we will real briefly, Tennessee at Arizona. Um, and this one had me interested, too. Arizona this summer was a three-point favorite in this game. Today, Tennessee's a three-point favorite, a team that never wins a game by more than three unless your man, the spread killer, breaks a run with less than two minutes to go, and they get there. How in the hell is Tennessee a three-point favorite on the road in this game, Al? That's the truth, but I'm going to save it for you at the end. Ah, perfect. All right. Excellent work, sir. And, well, we have to do it. Monday night football game, New England Patriots at Miami, and they are laying an absurd biggest road favorite of the season, 11 or 11.5 points at Miami. I... Numbers absurd, ridiculous. I I have no other words to describe it, no other adjectives. But can you rightly take Miami here? I mean, I feel like it's one of these games where if you're you're betting it, you have to take Miami. You're crazy to lay 11 on the road in this game. Patriots don't care if they win by more than 11. They want to win. Yeah, and they got the Steelers on deck next week. Why in the hell are they going to, you know, go all out? Gronk is suspended Uh, again. No interest in watching it, but definitely no interest in betting it for me. For just sure. bet the just bet the under and go from there. That's that's where I like the total under under forty seven and a half. You may catch a forty eight somewhere. Bet the under. Don't even watch it. Go Christmas shopping on Monday. <laughs> oh, all right, buddy. That that'll do it for the big uh, or for the the fire. Yes, sir. And now we'll just jump to you. Uh, by default, because I didn't get a game right in my big three last week. You got the Browns <laughs> right, so again, that's worth two. Kick us off with your big three. All right, um, I'm shockingly, and I had no intention of doing this, but I'm going back to the Browns for one more week. I think they're very <laughs> capable of winning this game against against Green Bay, so give me the Browns. Uh, love the Redskins, plus six at San, Die- or San Diego, at L.A. Who knows where the hell the Chargers are playing these days. And um, give me the 126 betting number, Arizona Cardinals, plus three against the Titans. They're very good at stopping the run. And I think just that road mentality and uh, the Titans, I, I just I keep telling you how bad they are. They're one of the worst bad team, or with their record, they're one of the worst teams I've ever seen with that record. So Cardinals. All right, buddy. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, a little worried about the Cardinals after last week? No? Uh, they played one of the best offenses in the league, uh, especially scheme-wise. So, no, I, the Titans don't have that kind of a coach. Okay. I I agree with you. That's that's. I'll jump to my big three right there, and I'll kick it off with the Cardinals. I, I have them circled. Nice. Tennessee can't be a road favorite. So, that's just a, a principal play for me. I've been on the Cardinals now. This would be the third week in a row. They won <laughs> one. They lost one. We're getting back on the winning train there. My second game is going to be the dog game, the, the crap game of the week, the Jets and Broncos. It's just the principal play. I'm taking the Broncos plus the points. My God, if anybody has any pride in that locker room, they better use it this weekend. 
and and beat the Jets. I mean, and McCown goes on the road and, and, and puts the Jets legitimately into the playoff discussion. I'll be pretty surprised. They've only covered one game on the road all season. They're one and four against the spread. I don't think they get it done. And my third game is going to be the Ravens. I'm going against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm taking the five. That's the best number I can get. I got a six in a contest that I'm in earlier in the week. And I just, again, have seen this game for the last dozen years and think the Ravens, with the Patriots on deck next week, this would be the game that the that the Steelers, you know, struggle to win, could even lose, but it's decided by a field goal. So I'll take plus five there. That's my big three. Cool, man. Yeah, I think the, all the uh, the games that you did pick for your big three all broke down pretty well. So you gave gave your gave your good opinions as usual. Um, but we're definitely gonna start to get out of here. So is there anything you'd like to close the show with, my man? Uh, no, looking forward to next week. I think we're going to try to get on a guest or two. And you and I had kind of discussed, um, please stay interactive with us. I, we got a pleasant uh, tweet this week from a, a guy in the Gaming Today contest. That was uh, That was very refreshing. And hopefully we can help some people win some contests, hit a round robin, and uh, continue to expand the listening audience. So we're going to try a couple different things and go from there. And, again, if you have any suggestions, let us know. No doubt about it. Yeah, we're always open to criticism, guys, uh, you know, and then definitely the interaction side of things. Uh, you know, the show's one for you guys. Uh, as you know, we don't charge for picks. We're just trying to entertain you guys with our banter. And, uh, of course, you know, pick you some winners, which we've been doing a pretty good job until this past week. So hopefully it's a bounce back week for us. And I uh, just want to say thanks to you to everyone that's uh, listened to us live on Twitter at the moment. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. For Big Dave, this is Alan Berg signing off. We'll see you next time. Chase it, but all the games are getting